0: Hi, I'm Casey Hobbs, host of Nurse Talk Radio, one of the thousands of nurses on duty today. Here's what we're talking about this week.
1: Last week, registered nurses at Kaiser Permanente Southern California Flagship Hospital, Los Angeles Medical Center, won their tentative collective bargaining agreement with the California Nurses Association and National Nurses United.
0: The tentative PAC, affecting 1,300 RNs, follows 17 months of contract talks and two short-term strikes with the result that nurses achieve significant economic improvements, protection of health coverage and their pensions, along with patient care contract protections.
1: These victories for the nurses and patients have always been important, but in an era of a full-throated attack in Washington and many states by opponents of worker and union rights and demands for austerity, budget cuts, in health care and retirement security, the resilience and determination of L.A. Medical Center's RNs is a model for the nation, said Roseanne DeMauro, CNA and NNU Executive Director.
0: Here to give us an overview of this is RN and co-president of National Nurses United, Deborah Berger. Deborah, always a pleasure to have you with us. First, tell us a little bit about Kaiser Los Angeles Medical Center.
2: It's good to be on. What has really been exciting is that these nurses have been fighting with Kaiser uh, for, as you pointed out, 17 months. And even before that, they had been in two other unions struggling to get a contract for over five years. So even though it's a 17-month fight with CNA and trying to get what they needed. These nurses have been without a pay raise for over six years. So this settlement is huge in many, many ways because those nurses have not uh, given up. They uh, continued the struggle, and I am just really proud that they're part of the CNA and NNU family. What they got was uh, wage gains up to 34% over four years. And for the nurses that had not received a pay raise in all of those years, there are some retro lump sum payments for those nurses, which is really precedent-setting for nurses that have been without contracts for a long, 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 long time. One of the key provisions is that there's no mandatory overtime anymore. When you have an 8- or 12-hour shift, you go into work and know that they can't make you stay in mm-hmm. um, on your job any longer than you were committed to doing they've also gotten recognition language that says that Kaiser will not challenge the nurse's ability to be in a union by saying that they're supervisors, which is key because all nurses supervise staff and quote, could be considered supervisors, but they're not. They're actual advocates for patients. And then one of the other key provisions for patient care is that there are floating restrictions so that new graduate nurses cannot be floated to units until they are thoroughly oriented and feel that they can provide care for patients in other units. Those patient protections are key. And then the other thing is that we got real professional performance committee language that is run by the nurses so that they can mandate that managers and administrators are held accountable to the patient care conditions in the hospital, and that is key. So it was actually more than the wages and back pay that the nurses were fighting for, but We also did get no pension changes for the life of the contract, so it's a four-year contract, and we managed to keep the same health care coverage that we have, and we feel that health care coverage for nurses is key because they care for sick patients and are vulnerable themselves, so it was important that we maintain that. And we maintain our retiree medical and our pension. So those are some of the key issues. But there was a lot uh, more that I could go into, but it would really take way too long. But it, it was very, very good.
1: It sounds like a lot of great victories. My question, though, is why did this take so long? Is Kaiser struggling financially? Like, what's going well, on?
0: Well, <laughs> I, I got to just say, at a time when Kaiser's making more money than ever before, why did it take so long?
1: I think
2: they really wanted to punish the nurses for Mm -hmm. getting out of a partnership union and going into CNA and NU. They didn't want us to set a precedent that Northern California Kaiser nurses and Southern California Kaiser nurses could be able to work together. And I think that they didn't like the fact that the Kaiser Southern California nurses were fierce, fierce advocates for patient care issues, and they really did not want to give up the fact that in their prior contract, they had a management-dominated professional performance committee, and the nurses insisted that the nurses control that and that managers could come to the meetings and discuss patient care issues. So there were a lot of reasons but I think what happened was the nurses holding out and fighting really defeated an organization that has made billions of dollars in profit.
0: So, Deborah, as we know, most in our profession are in it because they love it, and they're patient advocates. Do you think hospitals understand and honor that?
2: I think on some level, some people honor that, but when you look at the profits that Kaiser makes, the profits that Sutter, the UC system, the Dignity system, all of these healthcare systems make, the huge profits they make, yet they pay their nurses and their healthcare workers very, very poorly, only goes to prove that they really don't value the work that they do other than as a means to make more profit. And that's actually been borne out in a number of research studies as well.
1: Yeah, and we just want to point out that for those of you, and I'm playing devil's advocate here, that say that the nurses were in this strike for their money, there was a lot of patient care concessions that Kaiser gave here to ensure that when you're in the hospital, you are treated with care and respect and you get well. So it's not just about the economics, but also I just get tired when people say that because there's nothing wrong with nurses wanting to make a good living wage and you want your nurse to be rested and comfortable and to be able to take care of him or herself.
2: Exactly. And I think that that's what the Kaiser nurses in Southern California understood was that they are the front line for patient protection And they were not going to weaken their position by agreeing to takeaways in their rights to advocate for patients at the bedside and they can't replace us with robots. No. I mean they it's not for lack of trying True. but they really can't replace us because they actually need people that are constantly using their professional judgment to evaluate treatments and evaluate the care that's being provided for the patients and evaluate the medications. You can't do that with a robot. And so I think with this contract settlement, it really does lay the ground for other healthcare workers to also be included in keeping their pensions and keeping their retiree benefits. Because you want people to be able to retire with dignity and respect. And this contract really made that happen.
1: Absolutely. So we really appreciate your time, your years of services in RN and your patient advocacy. Thank you very much.
0: It's my pleasure. Thank you. We've been talking with RN and co-president of National Nurses United, Deborah Berger. For more information about this topic or about National Nurses United, visit nnu.org.